Yo, episode 221, We Made It Podcast. Yes, I'm here alone. Caesar has moved to Texas and quit the podcast. Maybe y'all can get him to come back. Maybe I can get him to come back soon. You know what I mean? I'll talk to him. No, I'm just joking. He's uh, Caesar's out there uh, uh, moving, shaking, and popping out here. And I'm going to be doing this episode alone. It's going to be really fast. You know what I mean? Um... There's not that. There's not too much to talk about right now. But you know, there there would be if Caesar was here. But you know, what I mean, he dipped on your boy to go visit Joe Rogan and Alex Jones. Um, he might be picking up a shipment of ivermectin. I'm not sure. But I did learn just last week that you actually eat ivermectin, and I was very shocked by that. Uh, make sure you're following him on YouTube, though. He's gonna have some stuff coming. We made a seize on YouTube and on Twitch. And make sure you're subscribed to We Made It Podcast wherever you listen. We're on YouTube, obviously. We're on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You know, just drop a, drop a subscribe. You know, we're literally the best uh, soccer podcast in the world ever. Um, but anyway, I'm going to get into it real fast. We had Barcelona, the midweek matches. Barcelona did lose. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They did draw Cadiz. Um, you know, I've been... This narrative around Barcelona, I feel like, is a little bit unfair because Barcelona does have a lot of injuries right now, and I feel like when they're talking about them in the media, like I've watched ESPNFC and some other stuff, like they're not really taking that into account. Like they're just blaming um, Ronald Koeman, and I feel like it's it's a bit unfair, like. Barcelona, like, they're still undefeated in the league. They lost to a Bayern team in Champions League that's really good. And they were just, like, uh, they still had all those injuries against Barcelona. They didn't, they were they had just lost Martin Braithwaite, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they did. They had just lost Martin Braithwaite. So they're coming out there with Depay and Luke de Jong. They had two forwards total against, um, against uh, Bayern. And they lost 3-0. And, like, anybody can lose 3-0 to Bayern any day with their full squad. So I wasn't really like, oh my God, about that. They still haven't lost in the league, although they're not playing very well. But they have so many injuries. You have no dynamic players other than Memphis Depay. Ansu Fati's hurt. Dembele's hurt. Martin Braithwaite's hurt. Like, these guys are going to be out for a long time, too, it seems. They're they're bringing on Philippe Coutinho. And I'm like, dude, like, this dude's been washed for years now. This dude's been washed for years. <laughs> So, I feel like it's a little bit unfair to Ronald Koeman. I'm like, come on, dude. Like, they have so many injuries. They're literally, like, trotting out DePay and Luke DeYoung. Like, come on now. Um, and even when they were, even against, um, who was that they played? Oh, Granada, when they barely got that draw. You know, I see them on the media saying, like, oh, my God. Like, look at Barcelona. It's so bad right now. Um What's Kuman gonna do? They had to bring out uh, PK to play forward. I'm like, first of all, I've seen PK get up there before many times. I've seen PK play up top when it, when Barcelona was down bad in a match. I've seen PK go up there up top, even when they had Luis Suarez. Also, they have hella injuries. Like they don't have any forwards. You can't blame the coach for that. Even in the beginning of the season, when they were having, even when Griezmann was still there, he wasn't doing shit. But like, they had uh, Depay and Martin Braithwaite up there running around. They looked good, 
And even with Griezmann, like, Griezmann wasn't really doing much, but he looked good. Like, he was helping the situation just by being somebody that's going to be up top. Um, They don't have that right now. So I feel like it's a bit unfair. Um, But even then, like, they weren't even really trying to give Depay his props. I saw a little bit, but it's like, I don't know. I feel like they don't really... Messi's gone, so they want to make Barcelona bad because Messi's gone. And then also, they don't want to give Memphis Depay his props. But I feel like once either Ansu Fati or Dembele comes back, they'll be doing a lot better. Obviously, uh, Osman Dembele is a certified ball loser. um, And Depay might have some issues playing with him. But I feel like it'll be a little bit less pressure on Dembele. He's not playing with Messi. And, like, you know, you can lose the ball and you'll, you'll be all right. Um, Real Madrid beat the dog crap out of um, Mallorca. Also, they beat um, them six to one. A lot of goals. Asensio had a hat trick. Um, he is from Mallorca. Um, who else? I think Benzema scored twice. Isco scored the big homie. Um, Real Madrid is playing really well right now. I think they have the best midfield in Spain. Um, you know, they're like, I saw something, they're like, some, Ancelotti bringing the best out of Benzema. I'm like, God damn, dude, I just really hate these people so much. Like, what are you, what, like, what are we talking about here? Like, Ancelotti has made Benzema better? Like, what the hell are you talking about? He's played under Ancelotti before. He's doing the same thing he was doing these years under Zidane. Like, he's just balling. Really, what's, really the thing I think that's making him so much better early is because he's had Vinicius Jr. out there. Really, uh, Real Madrid is going to do so so well having Vinicius Jr., Rodrigo, and Benzema with like any midfield they want to put out because the all the because Vinicius Jr. and Rodrigo are going to do hella defensive work too. Like there, there's no ego among them two, um, and 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 Benzema is also a pretty humble guy too. But like. They're going to do a lot of tracking back. Um, they're unselfish because they're young too. So, like, you're going to be... And, and then you got Kamavinga there. Well, either way, whatever. The midfield is excellent. So, like, I don't... You can't go wrong in a Real Madrid midfield at this point. Um, but as far as their forward line, like, you're bringing out Hazard. Like, it's going to be pedestrian. Bring out Vinicius Jr. Bring out Rodrigo. Like, literally just start them two on either side of Benzema. They they can rotate. They can do everything. They're going to track back. They're going to run hard. Um, you know, they put so much pressure on defenses from the wing um, and cutting inside. Benzema also is not a traditional center forward. So, like, he drops back a bit. And I'm not even talking about defensively. He's really good at picking out passes and getting into spaces. Um so yeah, Real Madrid right now is looking excellent. I saw something on ESPN FC. They were like, "Oh, is um, Real Madrid your favorite to win the league right now?" And I don't know, you know, why these guys just hate Real Madrid so much. It's just so obvious. They're like, "Oh yeah, you know, I don't know." It's like, dude, like we're talking about the first five games or whatever. Like, no team has looked even close to them. They're like, "Well, you know, Atleti." I'm like, "Dog, like we watched. I watched that Atleti match against." Um, Damn, who did they just play? Um, I forgot, but but uh, uh, Luis Suarez scored them two late goals to win the to win the match. Um, 
But yeah, they look terrible. Like, they have no midfield. Like, they got, like, nobody in the middle. There's, like, no proactive midfielder or an athlete who wants to get the ball and, like, bring the ball up. It looks so bad. And Barcelona's suffering so much. It's like, okay, who are you going to say? Like, say Sevilla. These guys said Atleti. At least say Sevilla. Because they actually are playing good football. They just beat up uh, Valencia. Like, say them, at least. But no, they're just haters. Moving on to France. Um... You know, I wish Caesar was here actually because I wanted to talk to him about. I, I, w- I would like to talk to him about this more. But um, you know, PSG, they've been scraping out these wins. Um, obviously, they drew in Champions League, but in the league, they they're undefeated um, and they've won every match. Um, but it hasn't looked too great recently, especially against Mets. It, Against Mets, they had like 75% possession. It took to the last minute of the match for them to score another goal. And it was also after a red card by Mets. But, you know, and Messi wasn't there and he's not going to be there for the next match. Um, I think he's pretending to have a knee injury um, because he's mad Pochettino took him out the match. Um, And he's probably frustrated because he hasn't really gotten it cracking yet. But I feel like it might be good for them. Like, it might be good for PSG to scrape out these matches. Sometimes teams, you know, when they got a struggle in the match, it's a little bit better for them down the line. Um, it's not like they're playing amazing football. PSG hasn't played good football forever. But, you know, they're still they're, they're still making them... They're still relying on individual talent, which I guess I'm contradicting myself a little bit. Um because I don't really think that's going to win you every match. Like, I don't I don't think that's going to, like, really be... I don't think that's good long-term generally. But I'm also wondering, like, you know, maybe this is what they need to, like, scrape out matches like this. The last goal they scored against Mets was really as a beautiful pass by Neymar and a really good left-footed shot by Hakimi, which I've seen him do before. Um, But, you know, you're having your right-back score both goals. You're having... um. You know, you're having your players kind of be getting in each other's way. I don't know what's going to happen when it come, when Messi comes back. It doesn't really look good when they're all playing with each other, Messi, Mbappe, and Neymar. But we'll see. You know, maybe it's a good thing. You know, I've seen in other sports, like, teams that grind out wins, and when it gets to the end of the season, or, like, when it's critical, like, they remember how to grind those games out. So, like, who knows? We'll see. But, you know, PSG's annoying. Um, Marseille still has the best midfield in France. They did draw 0-0 to Angers, uh, like earlier in the week, but they still have the best midfield in France. And Caesar did inform me that the big mule, uh, Gerson got, uh, called up and good for him because he's a really good player. And Guendouzi did get called up to France last, uh, couple of World Cup qualifiers, but he didn't play, I don't think. Hopefully he gets to play this round because they're going to look amazing with Guendouzi. Oh, and going back to Spain a little bit, Griezmann is trash on Atleti. Um, a little bit of EPL news. Uh, Man U, I think that they... Like, there's a little bit of questions around Man U after that loss to Young Boys in Champions League, which was, you know, kind of a fluke. Um, you know, there was a red card by Juan Basaka. And that really bad back pass by Jesse Lingard that ended up in that ended up in it being a um, loss in Champions League. Um, 
And they just lost to West Ham in the Carabao Cup, but who cares? Like, it's really not that serious. Like, come on now. Um, so there's been a little bit of talk, like, oh my God, what's going on at Man U? But let's be honest, they are tied for first in EPL on 13 points. Um, you know, they they haven't lost in EPL. They're looking good. Um, I do think they need Cavani back. I feel like they will be better with Cavani back. Um, I do really feel like, man, you would like, okay. Oh, Caesar, this is for you. Sancho's washed. And I said it first. And now I'm seeing other people say it too. Like I'm seeing that narrative around already. Like, oh, is he washed? I jumped out the window after the young boys match. Let it be known. I said he's washed at the young boys match. Now, people are jumping out the window. I feel like, you know, honestly, they're still jumping out the window early, too. <laughs> but I think he's washed. But I'm just, you know, whatever. I'm just saying that. Um, you know, at this point, I'm like, damn, dude. Like, maybe they can run a 4-3-3. Uh, but I'm trying to for- I'm kind of forgetting the other players. Could they run Ronaldo left? Uh, Cavani Central. Who would be on the right, though? Oh, Mason Greenwood. Um, and then have Pogba, Fernandez, and somebody else in the midfield. And then the back four. Like, could they do that? Because before I was thinking, like, oh, you got to have Sancho out there. And I was forgetting that Marcus Rashford was hurt. But Sancho's washed. Throw him on the bench. Just put Greenwood out there. And then when you sub Greenwood, just bring in Sancho on the right or whatever. Um, Yeah. They should run a 4-3-3 when Cavani's uh, back back, back righteous, man. And just, you know, just run that three-person midfield. You got Bruno Fernandez, you got Pogba, and maybe McTominay or something like that. Let's not forget that Pogba was running, was was playing left in a 4-3-3 with Juve uh, back when he was big balling. Uh, So, you know what I mean? Cavani come back, run that 4-3-3, get it cracked, and play some football. It could be nice. Um, but yeah, there there has been a little bit of a narrative um, surrounding Man U. But they do have some injuries as well. You know, Marcus Rashford, Cavani, they were very important for them last season. And But at the same time, they are tied for first in EPL along with, I want to say, Chelsea and... Um, I don't know, but I just remember Brighton was under... Oh, probably Liverpool. Um... But I think Brighton was also like number like fourth or something like that in the league. So obvious, obviously it's early. But yeah, um, you know, football's looking good right now. There's going to be some games this weekend that are going to be pretty good. And next week we'll come back with some recaps. Um, I feel like there's going to be an international break after that. And then um, Champions League will come back. Let, let me check real fast um, when Champions League comes back. Because, you know, we get a cracking. Oh, no. Champions League is next week. Ooh. Okay. Oh, my God. The big matchup. Real Madrid versus Sheriff. <laughs> uh, let's see what's going on next week in Champions League. Tuesday is looking kind of rough. Oh, no. Tuesday, we got PSG versus City. And that's pretty much the only match that's looking good. I guess you got uh, Milan versus Atleti. That is rough. Inter versus Shakhtar. Um, Shakhtar's probably going to win that. But yeah, Tuesday we got PSG versus City. That is a big one. And then on Wednesday, let's see. Ooh, looking rough so far. Oh, we got Man U versus Villarreal, a rematch of the um, 
Europa final last season. Barcelona's playing Benfica. We got Juve versus Chelsea. That's kind of rough for me. I don't know who's going to watch that. Um, I feel like I'd want to watch Man U versus Villarreal. Or maybe Barcelona versus Benfica. We'll see what's up. But yeah, um, exciting stuff next week also. Yeah, keep it locked. You know, we got the best recaps and the best analysis in the world. No bias. Big, big, big facts over here. Uh, So yeah, episode 221. Still haven't missed a week since uh, May 2017. Longest running black soccer podcast in the world ever. And maybe the longest running one ever. I I don't know. In America, maybe? Hmm. Holler.